up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Give me some. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. You're going to need to withdraw from social media and stay quiet to make sure you get the best of this time. Taurus. The moon heads to your 11th house of aspirations and personal goals, making it a good day to share your thoughts with a friend. Gemini. The moon is in your first house of self-image, making it easy to feel good about yourself and your relationship today. Cancer. Cancer, you might receive some news that sets you back just a little bit. Don't stress. Uh, Pluto's in your 10th house. That's career, profession, and responsibility. That's going to help you navigate what you should do next. Leo. You've been in work mode for a while, and you've forgotten how to have fun. Today is the day that your inner child comes out. Virgo. You're always the life of the party and super extroverted, which is totally okay, but always being on will take a toll on you. Libra. The moon is in your eighth house of transformation and sexuality to help you go from being super short-tempered to laid back. Scorpio. You hate being out of the loop, so don't take it personally if someone does so. Instead of getting all upset, talk to them about it. Sagittarius. Uh, You're going to need to listen to your intuition today because you may meet someone who is very charming. Capricorn. The moon enters your seventh house of partnership and marriage, helping you find the way to communicate with your partner so you can find your way back to the good days. Aquarius. Saturn is in your second house of self-worth and money, turning your emotional attention to developing your closest relationships. Pisces. There's something about your home that makes you zen all the time, but you're missing your friends. Have a few friends over for a dinner party. Get reconnected. There you go. Those are Monday morning's horoscopes. Need to see them again? They're on our website, chum1045.com, on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Chum 104.5. So how'd you do with the Oscars? Uh, it, I know it's a tough one for a lot of moaning people, uh, but did you make it through? No, 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 no. No, okay. So I, I waited. Like, I saw Kimmel's opening, and then I saw the Best Actor and Actress awards given out, and I went, good night, and I shut it down. Gotcha. Because if I don't do that, and I even kind of peek, then I know I'm going to be in trouble. So I saw some of the highlights this morning, and uh, yeah, so that's how I did Because, you know, it's just like watching a football game on Sunday night. I just, I can't. I got you. Because I can't get to sleep. I get to think about it. I dream about it. How about you? I, I watched the whole thing. And for you, wait a minute. How'd you do that in The Last of Us? I didn't watch The Last of Us yet. You didn't? Yeah, you know, I flip flopped my plan. I thought I was going to do The Last uh, of Us and then watch the Oscars somehow, but I just. So did I. I started watching. Yeah, I thought that was going to be I thought it was going to flip flop, but, but like, yeah. it, I guess in my head, you know, the Oscars is live. So you kind of got to like, w- once you start watching the live event, you just get into it. And I yeah. got to tell you, like, I did better this year with Oscar movies than I even realized. I saw a lot of these movies. And, you know, when people say that, oh, the Oscars are so boring, no one cares. Like, if you watch it in context, it's actually pretty exciting. If you watch the movies. if Yeah, yeah. if you watch the Oscars in context and That's you've right. seen the movies. Right. It's really exciting because it's almost like you're cheering on your friends. Yeah. It's like, hey, you made it. Yeah. Oh, ah, you know, it's kind of like. Almost like watching right, Super and you Bowl. can react properly. Right. You can, you can and you're react like, properly. Wait a second, she didn't deserve that. Exactly. Yeah. Like for example, when that uh, that that movie about the elephants won, uh, the one that took place, I believe it was in India. Uh, it's a documentary on Netflix about the elephants, and it won. I forgot I even saw it. I was like, Yeah, that was great. I was like, That actually deserved to win. I was like, Oh, yeah. So you know, yeah. it, it, it was it was good. Good. Very good. Sweep, eh? 
Sweeperama, Sweep and they called it too. They said they called it. I don't know. If, I know, Azalea, you've got all the information, but one movie having so many people in the actor category win. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Phenomenal, and yeah. There's more to uncover. We know that. Everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Everywhere. Yeah. All the awards, all at once. All the time. <sighs> all at once, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, well, let's get to it. We have so much to talk about, Oscars including, uh, because you probably didn't see it all. We have all the information for you about what happened, including what else happened this weekend. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Well, the award show starts on the red carpet, or I should say the champagne mm-hmm. carpet, because mm-hmm. this was the first time, I think they said in 60 years, that um, the red carpet wasn't red. Oh, I didn't see the red carpet uh, interviews, so the red carpet wasn't, it was a champagne color? It was it champagne. How did that look with everyone? Not good. It didn't look good? After a while, it didn't look good because people, like, foot track and stuff like that. <laughs> one time on ABC, three of those hosts were like, kind of closing it down in the background yeah. so you couldn't see how dirty it was. Well, they couldn't do a champagne carpet in Toronto. It would be like covered no. in salt and, and right. sleet, right? Yeah, so they said first time in six decades. What did they say? Decades here? Um, but yeah, about 60 years. I don't know why the change, but they did it. But let's right. talk top three looks. Angela Bassett, I said, oh, oh my goodness. Stunning. So good. Cara Delevingne. Stunning. Got a special mention for Sandra O oh in that yeah, yellow dress yeah, yeah. and Thames in the white dress. Although we were talking off air that yeah. her dress was blocking a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. So, in so the audience. Dress, here's what I'm going to say, you guys, like in amusement park. Yeah. Your dress can't be higher than this, than this thing. Or to sit in the seats. Or right. at least it's the come a convertible uh, version. Well, yeah. Bring because it. you know, bring the hatch down or something. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it's hooded, <laughs> but it's a kind of like a floating hood. Anyways. Oh, man. Anyone sitting behind her in the uh, in the audience. Not right. happy, for sure. Like, no. What? You know how much I paid for these tickets? Right. <laughs> so, uh, Lady Gaga ended up performing. Although, we talked about last week that she was saying there was conflict, uh, scheduling conflict yeah. with Joker uh, as she's playing Harlequin this time. Um, she was there, and she performed. She decided in the last 24, 48 hours that she could make it. Right. I liked it. It was kind of pared down. She looked beautiful. In her beautiful black dress, and then right. she went in there. It was like pared down, like she was on a military. Yeah, she came to dress like when she was one of the uh, backstage roadies. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah she cool, looked though. good. Okay, so let's talk about the first kind of disappointments for a lot of people. So Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Actress in a Supporting Role, and this is 46 years into her career. Um, I'm sure that was a huge, huge deal for her. Her face when she won was very happy. I would be very happy too, but she was just as surprised as all of us. Were. Yeah, she was. We thought it was going to go to Angela Bassett. We did, because mm. Angela Bassett's face looked so heartbroken. It hurt. It hurt me. Even when Michael B. Jordan came out to uh, present the next award, uh, he said his famous line from Black Panther, which is "Hey, Auntie." Yep. And uh, the other—I can't remember the other guy's name now—but he said, "We love you." And they just wanted to show support. And I wish they would have shown Angela Bassett's face in that moment. But I know that they didn't get it. Oh, they, <laughs> it was, they got it. It was they an off-the-cuff comment. Yeah, yeah. More of a, if you know, you know. And you know yeah. what's crazy, though? You know, th- that movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, swept. Absolutely. That award would have ruined the sweep. So I'm not sure if that was part of the reason, you know. Yeah, but. They talk about the politics of the Oscars. But wasn't another nominee in that category from that movie as well? Yeah. yeah. Right. So a lot of people are saying on Twitter that it should have gone to the other nominee because 
They're saying that number one, Jamie Lee Curt- Curtis wasn't really in the movie all that much. Uh, they're yeah, just she saying was, she was a side character, really. Right. That and so she lost to the better or the more prom- role. More, more prominent character, sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, less than an hour into the award show, they brought up the slap three times. Less than an hour. <laughs> Um, and then since we're running out of time already, oh my goodness, we're going to have to talk more about this. But Melissa McCarthy and Halle Bailey, they presented the new trailer for The Little Mermaid. Uh, Melissa McCarthy plays Ursula in it. But the thing that I didn't like here is that they did a throw to the trailer. They were like, check out the trailer online now when All I right. thought they were going to show it. All right. um, I do have way more to talk about, but I yeah, guess we'll do. do it in the next trending. Okay, okay. <laughs> cool. That's cool. the trending right now. Well, <laughs> big night. Big night with a lot, a lot to... Uh, to unpack, as they say. That's like the new word. Let's unpack all of this. You notice everyone says that now? So much to unpack. Or walk me through this. <laughs> or that's another one. Walk me through this. Or unpack this. I'll walk you all through it in the next one. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up. Wake up. Mornings on Chum 104.5. And the other thing we're dealing with today is the uh, the time change every year. Um, so how are you dealing with the time change? Uh, I think it's going to hit me by Wednesday. Okay, yeah. If I make it through Wednesday without a glitch or even thinking about it, then I'll go, that was successful. Uh-huh. But if not, uh, you'll, you'll, I'll hit a wall. Like, yeah, because I'm come right right now. I'm okay, too. Well, it, it's, yeah, it, but it's... it's it nice. doesn't set in until a couple of days. Right. What, what is the, uh, is there a foolproof way to get ahead of it? I think what I did on Saturday night, I actually stayed up really late on Saturday night. So I was awake when the time actually changed. Like, I was up, like, fiddling I, with I my phone. I think you did exactly the opposite. Is that the opposite? It's all you, okay. you to do. I was trying to figure yeah. out if that yeah. was the thing. The reason the reason why I said it, because I was talking to my husband who works at Sunnybrook, and he said, no, you try to go to bed, like, at the same time that you normally did before to, to kind of ease yourself into that transition. Okay. Because um, you can't catch up with the clock. And it is kind of a, you, you get to feel the repercussions later on in the week. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. But if we don't, if we don't, yeah, I said to Azalea yesterday, more coffee. I don't know what to do, but like it, as soon as you feel tired, you look at the clock, you go, okay, I just need to, to, to go to bed soon. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you might be successful this week. Okay. I wish we wouldn't have to do this, though. It really doesn't give any. Every year, it feels like we're getting closer to uh, more places saying that, hey, this yeah. is a wrap. I even saw stories in the news about this, like, parts of the U.S. are actually deciding that this might be it. This might this I mean, has to be it. Every year. Jamar, there's increases of accidents and heart attacks Yikes. when we do this kind of thing. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll stay, stay off the roads if, if you're uh, not doing so well. Wake me up. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Chum 104.5. Get up. Yeah, the highs and the lows and the woes of the 2023 Oscars. All right, let's talk about this. Jimmy Kimmel. What do you think? High, low, good, what? I he he's one of the smoothest presenters. Yeah, Wouldn't I didn't laugh say? that much during his opening. Really, I laugh. I laughed yeah, a bunch. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff were kind of like insidey jokes. It was more like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. some of the stuff was insidey <laughs> jokes. I de- I personally got um, tired of the Will Smith references. Okay. Like halfway through the show, there were still no. Will, Will Smith references about like feeling safe on stage and oh. this and that, and then like the end gag with the big sign like. Number of Oscars without incidents. Yes, um, I saw I was, that backstage, right? I was like, all right. All right. I know, right. I know. Chris Rock already kind of deaded this whole thing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he leaned in on it. But, you know, that was his shtick. Uh, uh, high, low, or eh, the champagne carpet. Champagne carpet? I, I, You know, I didn't see the pre-show, so yeah, I, I yeah. would say that it's uh, probably 
champagne carpet doesn't go well, well with red wine. It I don't not, know. It right. And it's not if it's not the red carpet, we don't want it. Right. That's right. right. By the way, shout out to our friends at eTalk. They did a great job. I know you got a highlight from uh, our friend Tyrone. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Let's talk about fashion. Mm-hmm. Fashion. You and I have talked about fashion already. I, uh, like, we always talk about female fashion. What about the guys, Jamar? The rock in that pink suit? Yeah. Yeah. It's that satin. It's like a satin pink kind of salmon suit, which oddly enough matched his skin because he looks really, really <laughs> sun-kissed right now. He so really it, he looked like one big tan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very beautiful suit. I mean, when he's shaped, you know, the shape the way he's like shaped like a V. I know. Like a triangle, so it fit him perfect. Yeah, we loved uh, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler looked oh, great, too. Looked great. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Coogler was awesome. Who else? Who else? Uh, male fetch. You know, uh, I thought Austin else? Butler always looked Austin good. Austin Butler. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look great, you know, him sitting and embracing Angela Bassett throughout the show. Um, yeah. They sat next to each other, but he looked really, really good in his suit. That so. must have been tough for him when she didn't win Best Supporting Actress and he was sitting next to her. Yeah, I mean, I, I, everyone that, was in shock of that. That's when you go to the bathroom. This is when this is when you know you're a good actress. Yeah. When you're up on the screen and your name isn't called and you think your name is going to be called or you're hopeful for it. Yeah. Angela just sat there. But I got to tell you, Angela, if you're listening to this radio station right now, <laughs> you are the winner, winner of the best dress from last night in that beautiful orchid colored extravaganza. Just gorgeous. Really, really pretty. Yes, she's the yeah. winner for sure. And she was just so heartbroken. I'll I never know. forget her face in that moment. But she's human. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, yes, you have to be. Yeah. You know, you have to applaud the person who won. But at the same time, she really wanted this and yeah. she thought she was going to get it. Right. Okay, let's talk about performances last night when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, thoughts? Um, Lady Gaga, I don't want to be music nerdy. No, but I, I right. felt like there were a couple notes that didn't quite hit. Okay. Like, that were trying to kind of like be in yeah. tune and maybe didn't hit well, still a good performance you know yeah. she she puts a lot of soul and and heart and honesty into her singing and so rihanna good. uh rihanna looked incredible uh again a couple notes yeah. didn't quite hit for me but it was still a beautiful performance and i do want to say with the lady gaga performance that yeah. she went completely makeup free yes. yeah i like it i like well. that yeah. so how do we feel about that when people go makeup free I'm okay with that. Yeah? I think they're trying to be as raw as possible. Like, this is the Oscars. I love you know? it. I well, love it when listen, they do that. you've got Rihanna, who is stunning and glam. And over the last 48 hours, you know, uh, Lady Gaga decided to perform. Yeah. So she's going, well, I'm doing this for Maverick. And it's like, right. almost like a military base kind of look. Right? down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I just wonder, it's yeah. like, yeah. you did your makeup for the red carpet. Then take it all off. Then you took it all off Boy. backstage, there and then you put it, put back, it back on. on. $700 yeah. down the tubes. Right. That's how I looked at it. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Jam Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Music composition is one of my favorite things because it's so hard to do. It's really hard to do. The people that do it great are, uh, are excellent at music, to say the least. Uh, and excellence comes in all sizes mm-hmm. and ages. A 10-year-old has now gone viral on TikTok because of the musical score that they did. That uh... Well, her mother found a piece of paper Yeah. where she has, because she really loves music. She is 10, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And her mother found this piece of paper with, you know, a couple of lines of music. And she thought, well, you know what? Let, let, let me let me reach out to some people and see if I can make, you know, put, put let her hear what she's done. This thing has taken off like you wouldn't believe. Let's take a listen to a 10-year-old's composition. So my 10-year-old daughter wrote this 
Could somebody play this? So Olive Wallace penned this tune at home. And when she's like a violinist and a clarinet, she performed it, she thought it sounded terrible. So she abandoned the sheet music and said, this is cuck duty <laughs> So the mother picked it up and did that request. And now there are orchestras and professional musicians taking this piece and making it real. That's one. Okay, so that's the uh, clarinet. What instrument is that, uh, producer Simone? Is that the bass? Okay. And now... So now what's happening, since this story broke last week, orchestras are now doing it. <laughs> and they're doing and it's become a phenomenon. Like right now it says, uh, well, a few hours after posting this, like one million views within in the week, it reached four million, and I'm sure it's up from there now. So everybody there is, uh, everyone's duetting it and, yeah. and remixing it. Yeah. And that, my friends, is why social media is in, as incredible as it is. It, it, because yeah. something that could be meaningless to the person that makes it could have so much meaning to millions yeah. of people a day later. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I just think it's a feel-good story, and hopefully that gives her a lot of self-esteem to write more. That's what, music, the great connector. Yeah, we'll see her on the Oscars at some mm -hmm. point. Receiving the award for best score for a film about sausage fingers. 30 years ago, I wrote this little piece of music and my mother found it and it became a ticket. You know, I'm just... Yep. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Still so much to talk about that happened last night at the Oscars. It was a great show. I was not bored that much. <laughs> I did I did at some point say, I need yeah. to get ready for bed. Yeah, that's the thing. You get tired, <laughs> At what right? point, what was happening when you got bored? Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm very interested. In you know what? I can't tell you. I can't even pinpoint the you moment, know. but I did say at some point, and I looked at the time, and it just kind of overpowered everything. You know else. what? I just yeah. realized, how would you be able to recall it? It was that boring. Right. Right. Okay. I was just like, all right, well, I guess it's now time to. Or the tired hit you and that's <laughs> it. Yeah, you're done, right? But you know, when the Oscars kicked off, it pretty much started with the first award, I think, was uh, Best Male Supporting Actor. Uh, that went to Kei Huy Kwan, and his speech was so moving, I wanted to just cry with him. My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. Unbelievable. Damn right. You know what? Uh, as a kid of the 80s who grew up seeing this guy play short round in Indiana Jones. Right. Data in the Goonies. He's supposed to completely be on a BuzzFeed list of where are they now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really what, what should have ended up for him. But, like, now he's picking up an Oscar for the most celebrated movie of the year. It's it's mind-blowing. Now, what is the connection with Brendan Fraser and somebody else in Encino Man? Oh, yeah. They, they made a joke about that. Yeah. They said they were both in Encino Man yeah, and yeah. that they were both but, getting an Oscar, but, but Pauly Shore, Pauly Shore wasn't was there. But you know what I love about all this? It's like that was then... 
Yeah. This is now, and this is happening right I now. I think it was. I think it was also K. Hoi Kwan. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Yeah. 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 They were both amazing. in Encino Man. Pretty was he, he was in Encino Man, K. Hoi Kwan? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Missed that. Okay, but in any case, yeah, sure. Right, and he's the... That's historical. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's he's wild. the first uh, Vietnamese-born person to win an award. There's actually a lot of history-making mm-hmm. moments here. Um, Halle ba- Berry presented Michelle Yeoh with her Oscar for Best Actress, mm-hmm. and they're the only two women of color to win that award. Wow. Ruth E. Carter, she became the first black woman to win two Oscars, and she won them for uh, costume designs for Black Panther, okay. Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is Guillermo del Toro. He's the first person to win Best Picture, Best Director, wow. and wow. Best Animated Feature in Oscars. Um and he did the Pinocchio yes. right. animation, and he was like, "Animation is a genre. It's not just they don't look don't look past it." I like that. Animation's a big deal. Keep it in, yeah. It's and very cool. Of course, everything, everywhere, all at once is the most awarded film of all time. So just very, I mean, I still have to watch it. I mean, Meredith Shaw sent a text last night saying that. She didn't know what she was watching. She's like, what is happening? I have so many friends that have said that, that like movies like that. But you know what? I'll give it a shot. Right. But then she switched it maybe uh, like 45 minutes later saying this might be the best thing she's ever watched. So okay. I'm intrigued. I mean, I've been intrigued since the hot dog finger comment from, you know, the Oscar Mayer Wiener thing that happened. So I said, okay, I'm going to watch this. I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Uh-huh. Um, and Sarah Poli, Toronto. Toronto. Polly. Polly. Yes. Toronto-born filmmaker, she won Best Adapted Screenplay for Women Talking, which I'm hearing amazing things about as well. We remember her and Anna Green Gables. Right. Yeah, yeah. So she I love seeing their, all their, their children photos uh, and then okay. them now. Yeah. It's Very so cute. All right. Good show last night. Do I still have time to talk about the no. Golden Knight Champagne? No. Aw. Time. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, we just got, the, nope. we got the sign from Simone. Listen, you don't want to make producer Simone angry. No. But we'll do it next break if you want. That was one I hell of a wrap. It's yeah. the uh, no, no, no. It's the Oscars no. drink. I'm gonna tell you all about it. You can make Ooh, it at home. That sounds next hour. Okay. That, deserves, <laughs> that deserves its own segment. It does. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar mornings on Chum. Uh, you were mentioning earlier about an Oscars cocktail, a drink. Yeah. So the Oscars after party um, is always. The food is always done by Wolfgang Puck okay. and crew. Okay. Uh, since, since 1995. So well, it's been a really a while. nice restaurant in Chicago O'Hare's Airport if you ever go there. Anyway, go Wolfgang ahead. Puck? Mm-hmm. So as interested as I am in the awards and who's winning and who wore what, I'm also very interested in the food and who's drinking what, who's eating what. Mm-hmm. So his menu was British inspired with fish and chip cones, uh, black truffle, chicken pot pie, uh, sherry trifle. Um, but this year's cocktail is called Golden Nights. So it was rimmed with 24-karat edible gold leaf. Oh, wow. Number one. Um, and then it's made with a bunch of ingredients that I can't pronounce. So <laughs> Let, uh, Let's hear you fumble over the, some of those ingredients. No, let's it wouldn't it. matter if I said them anyway because you wouldn't know what they are either. Okay. So yes. I will tell you the other things are like lime juice, mint, bitters, Veuve Clicquot, Brut Champagne, um, Electric Fino Sherry. But the liquor that I've never heard of, this one, it's easy to replace with white rum. So it's very comparable to white rum. And the other one is comparable to just simple syrup. Okay. So if you're thinking of trying this at home, 
Very easy. This sounds incredible. This sounds really like right up my alley. Like rum, lime, some sweet, some bitter. Like it sounds yes. very tasty. And then topped up with champagne. But they're saying that the champagne here is the star oh, yeah? of the entire drink. It but, sounds so it's almost still gold. It sounds like a really high class mojito. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So instead of soda water, we're just adding champagne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm All in right. for it. So that is that's it. It's called Golden Night Champagne Cocktail. That's what they were sipping on last night. But I love. I love a gold leaf moment. Yeah, well, I'm going to get my <laughs> bottle of Goldschlager and I'll get a strainer and, and get to town and try to get all this gold leaf. Get into a ring. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Melt it down. Melt it down, yeah. okay. That's, and also, it looks pretty. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, I think that, you know, they work hard to make a memorable yeah. drink and the eats. And they, and they said it goes well with his British-inspired menu as well. So Very good. I'll that works it. out. That was we, worth We should make about. that. We should make it, but we need that gold leaf. Okay. Let's see. How do you get? How much does twenty-four karat gold leaf cost? We could head down to. Ball? We could head down to uh, the jewelry store right across yeah. the street from the Indian Center and yeah. see if they can give us a. Okay, it's not bad for twenty-five sheets. Sixty-three, but sixty-three dollars. Not okay. terrible. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It looks good. I like it. <laughs> That's what the cocktail is. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. Oh, yes, March break. This is the week that I stay at work till 3 p.m. every day. Because <laughs> you're busy with so much. There's so much going on at work. Oh, I, I wish I could come home early, but, I, you know, ah. got to watch the paint dry over there in Studio B. <laughs> yeah, studio B, but anyway. <laughs> people are, you know what, listen, it's a tough time for parents. If you haven't gone away for vacation, I mean, you know, it's cold outside. Everyone's locked into the houses, and you know, you still gotta work. The kids are home. Sometimes you go to these. Uh, they have these like uh, spring camps for a lot of kids too. Yeah. That some parents are spring break camps. Yeah, yeah spring yeah, yeah. break camps. But if you can't get into one of those, and you can't afford it or whatever, what do you do? Well, the other thing too is remember we had a lockdown and we had spring break for a long time. <laughs> right. It was a three-year spring break. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Uh, but there are a couple things that, according to pediatricians, they say, uh, if you're going to let your kids do anything, probably don't do these. And they don't let them do these things because they are on the front lines of all the injuries. They said, these are things we would never let our kids do. Oh, that, <laughs> you we'll take it from the pros. So take it from the pediatrician. Yeah. yeah. You ever, uh, you ever, uh, well, what age is it? Uh, are kids allowed to ride in the front seat of a car? I think it's a weight thing. It's a weight thing, right? Yeah, yeah I well, don't know, though, because it's changed. Right. Uh, so even if it's by weight, yeah. a lot of pediatricians are saying, eh, it might be by weight, but I'm not letting my kid ever ride in the front of a car before they're 13 years old. Okay. They're saying at 13, that's when the safety restraints, airbag, seatbelt, whatever the car's got in it, that's when it really will work for a child. Before 13, uh, dicey, and that's based on what they've seen. I totally agree with that. Totally. Yeah, and it's so cool. Kids love trying to get in the front seat. My child, four years old, already is like, why can't I drive in the front? I'm like, because you're not even like the size of a teddy bear yet. Yeah. Like, you can't go in the front seat. Yeah. No way. No way. I know it's a lot of years, but they want to go in the front. Trampolines are an absolute, can I say, no, no. Did you ever have a trampoline for your no, son? No. Did any never. of his friends ever have a trampoline? Not that I, not not that I'm, I know of, but I knew of friends who did. One of them was a doctor, and uh, they bought this trampoline. They put it on the side of the house. Yeah. They had the nets on the side of it, and guess who broke their leg? The son. Wow. She said, 
Bye-bye, trampoline. Yeah. It didn't need to happen. And, you know, you drive past these houses sometimes. Yeah. And you look in their backyard, and you'll yes. see the trampoline with the big nets. And I'm just wondering, how many hospital visits so far? So many. Let's call my husband and see how many. <laughs> okay. Um, doctors also say, pediatricians specifically say, ATVs, those all-terrain vehicles. Uh, one pediatrician says, quote, my kids will never, ever, ever go on an ATV. They're so dangerous. Mm-hmm. The thing about the ATV is, I mean, they're four wheels. They they accelerate really, really fast, but they're completely exposed. Yeah. There's no cage. There's no nothing. And yeah. the whole point of going on the ATV is to go on these, like, rocks and bumpy uh, terrain that kind of is uneven. Yeah. And, Things, you're, and you have no control. You're just a little person. Things going to flip. Yeah. And then it's going to end up on top of your child. I'm going to add one more thing to this. Sure. Never ride any anything, no matter what it is, with wheels on it, without a helmet. Ever. Ever. It's, it's, it's so interesting that that became a thing only recently because like i mean when i was a kid which wasn't too long ago longish there were no helmets i know it wasn't like it was just wasn't it wasn't even required and you and I are just fine thank you very much very very are uh we, well my i my, question that sometimes questionable questionable yeah. but yeah. yeah uh things kids should not be doing we'll talk more next with Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. According to pediatricians, these are things that they would never let their kids do. So you should probably follow their uh, their their example because they're on the front line of that whole thing. This one I never thought about. Never let we'll never let our kids pet unfamiliar animals. Never thought about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Unfamiliar yeah, yeah. animals. Yeah. Um. Not yeah. Animals. You know. I mean, animals are. You know. I mean. I, I see little kids thinking that their dog will be like everybody else's dog. Right. Not, Not the case, right? No, no. Uh, the quote here is, we have a rule at my house. If we see an animal we want to interact with, um, that we do it in a safe and controlled way and make sure that the owner is okay with it. Yes. You know, you, you can't let your kid run up to people's dog or whatever it is and, and just you know start petting away because you have no idea what the temperament of the animal is. Yeah. And you have no idea what the animal's mood is. You know, I just know. think of it like a person. I mean, yeah. I, I hate when people run up to me and pet me, so... Um, but it is it is true, especially little ones, right? They yeah. Know, they have no idea. They get excited. This is an interesting one, but, yeah, I get it. It's about firearms. Yeah, this uh, this reads to me very American in uh, mm-hmm. in issue because, uh, you know, it's the firearms capital of the world. Yeah. Uh, but it, this pediatrician says, before you let your child go to anyone's house, find out if there are firearms there. Um, because according to this pediatrician, they say so many kids end up in the ER in the hospital because there are firearms in the house. That the the kids that the kid that lives there is aware of, the kid that's not living there isn't aware of. But the right. kids get into the firearms. Right. Parents don't know. And then you know, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, but if you know that there's firearms in this house, yeah, then you can actually make a decision on behalf of your child and your family. Like, nah, I don't think my child should really yeah. come here. You know, it's really interesting because I have um, a couple of uh, dear friends that are from Greece, and uh, they never let their daughters go to anyone else's house for a sleepover or an after-school thing. Yeah, yeah. That's they a, said, you can come over here, uh-huh. but we're not going over there. And it, they didn't even know about, like, they just felt we are better being the house, which I was in my neighborhood, where the kids came over to our house to see what was happening. And that, but they were very strict about that. Well, if everyone did that, no one would yeah. come to everyone's house. Then. Well, that's right. But it'd be, it'd be a, sta- it'd be but, a standoff. But, but she said to me, you know, and she's just from originally from Greece, she said, you know what, we never did that, so... And I think daughters, you know, yeah. that sort of idea. So, yeah. Sons, too. 
No, I know that, but this yep. is because they had daughters. Because they had daughters. Because they had daughters. That mm-hmm. is why they made that rule. I said, okay, I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, you know, whether it's allergies or weird people or firearms or whatever. So, yeah, interesting times that we live in. And when we were kids, as we mentioned before, that wasn't even a thought. Right? No helmet. What seatbelt? I'll sit up front with my parents in the middle seat on a vacation when I'm 10. You know that middle seat thing was actually uh, done by the time I became a I kid. But the bench seat was like a place of honor. Yeah. Uh, how about sleep? Did you ever sleep in the rear view uh, window? <laughs> in the uh, in the you're window. Talk- <clears throat> Where you talk about in the uh, the back in the lift. The back. Seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the back, back. Yeah. No, but my little sister did. Yeah. I put her back there yeah. a lot. And, and you know, kids sitting in the back <clears throat> of the station wagon, just sitting there. We did. Yeah. Well, because the back seat, it flips up into yeah. another yeah. Uh, yeah. sofa seat. Uh, my brother and I used to just wave at people. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. we did. All the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. Times have changed. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. All right, so this trending story, I am fully aware, is not going to appeal to everybody. But for those of us who do enjoy reality TV from the late 2000s, when it kind of kicked off, I would say that Jersey Shore is really the original reality TV show on MTV. Um, Now that it's been over a decade of them doing this show, some of the friend group, they have left. They came back, like Angelina, Ronnie... Um, he's been off for a few years recently, but that's because he has a lot of domestic issues. Yo, I can't believe that Jersey Shore is still a thing. Yeah, it is still a thing. Uh, they do Jersey Shore family vacation now because okay. they're all married. They A lot of them have kids. Is Snooki married? Snooki's married with children. Wow, is she married? Wow is married and divorced and engaged again with multiple children. Okay. Um, Pauly D is still touring. Pauly D still touring. He has uh, he's a huge, huge DJ. Now his girlfriend, who he's currently with, he met on a dating show that him and Vinny did called Double Shot at Love. Yo, Pauly D got himself a yard girl too. Yeah, she's Jamaican. And wow, wow. I, I follow her. I do really like her. Yeah, her name is uh, Nikki. Um, so one person is coming back to the show. This person left after, you know, the initial run of the show, which is Sammy Sweetheart. Sammy Sweetheart, of course. And, uh, I mean, they've been continuing the show. They've, um, like I said, they did a family vacation, but she just wanted no parts of it. Um, So she has now decided to come back. I don't know what, how they talked her into this. They've been begging her to come back, and she didn't want to. But, yeah, now she's coming back. So initially, you know, it's speculated that she never wanted to come back because she was dating Ronnie and then as you could see in the first season or so they had a very tumultuous and toxic relationship but he's not on the show anymore so maybe she thought now it's time to come back as a person who watched Jersey Shore very very carefully back in the day when it was out Mm -hmm. I actually traced the decline of society to this (laughs) television show everything fell apart after Jersey Shore in the world everything in the world (laughs) came apart at the seams after we all watched Jersey Shore. I blame Jersey Shore for all of it. Well, this next movie is about to bring society back. It is The Little Mermaid. We got to see um, Holly Bailey present this last night at the Oscars, her and Melissa McCarthy, who plays Ursula. Oh, child, I can help you. 
You can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself. Is that even possible? That's <laughs> what I live for. So that, of course, was Ursula. She'll be great at that. That's In the trailer, we also see Scuttle and we see Sebastian the Crab. Now, a lot of people are commenting on Sebastian the Crab, but this is a live-action movie. So Sebastian is not going to look super cute. He's going to look like a crab. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> oh. Sebastian was an animated crab before, and now he's a real crab. And now he's a real crab. crab. Something about you seems different. I can't quite figure it out she got legs you idiot <laughs> <laughs> so that of course is sebastian the crab have who they decided I what island sebastian is from because the the first sebastian was a combination of like three different caribbean accents right i wonder if they decided what island he's actually from now no but i think that shaggy should have voiced him again that would have been great because oh, yeah. he did right. it for the live the TV. I don't know oh, if it was skating yeah. or something. Yeah. Action. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. He was good at that. Yeah. So it's going to be in theaters on the 26th. Um, in this trailer, although we did get to see Ariel do that iconic hair flip yeah. as she emerges from the water, I think it looks great. I think Halle Bailey sounds amazing, and I'm excited for this. Good. Yeah. That's right. what's trending. Looking forward to she it. She looked so great last night. Oh, man. She Pretty. looks so happy. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she's always so happy. It always makes me want to cry watching her talk about how excited she is for this. I know. I feel like this movie's been out as long as we've been talking about it. It feels like it's already been out. But uh, not quite yet. Thank you, Azalea. Now, back to the morning show. Good morning. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up. On Chum 104.5. Just checking on all of you, my friends. Uh, how are we feeling uh, after the, the change of time? We sprung forward. Because of the daylight savings time, are we feeling okay? Are people feeling a little drowsy, a little groggy, a little I'm hungry? Hungry? Okay, that, I don't know if that was one of the effects of daylight I'm savings. Hungry only because I stayed up later than usual, and then you know what I mean. You, you okay. Act on some stuff. So the yeah. So the cycle is a little off. Yeah. Duty. If, this afternoon, I think it's going to hit me. But like I said earlier this morning, I don't know about you guys, it's going to hit me by Wednesday. It's good. There's going to be like a a pause, and that I might not be. Out, be able to get out of it. Yeah, I kind of just rolled into it. Yeah. I, I don't really feel it yet. Maybe this week. Azalea, yeah. you? You feel no, it? No, I feel very awake right now, which I feel like I don't normally feel like this at this time. What? But I feel okay. very alert. Okay. But you know what happens? You know when you go out like really late at night and then you get that real buzz where you're like on a high? Right. And you get the crash? Maybe we're on that like I've Maybe. been out all night high. Because I stayed up late to watch the Oscars. Same. Too, so. You Same. guys are going to be like a mess tomorrow. <laughs> okay, well tune in tomorrow as we... Tune in tomorrow. As we fail miserably at doing morning radio. Uh, we'll see if that happens. But uh, if you are struggling with the time change and yeah. daylight savings, which happened uh, Saturday into Sunday this weekend, these are five tips that will help you adjust. Okay. Let's see how you feel about them. Number one is cut out caffeine. Have we started that, Azalea, with the, the biggest coffee over there? So you already <laughs> failed that. But that's six, well, six hours before you, you go to bed. Maryland's got two Starbucks yeah. over there. Okay, but so before you go to bed, six hours before you go to bed. Like, I stopped drinking coffee. Probably around nine thirty. Uh huh. Just because I just if I if I have coffee afternoon, whatever your noon is, then I can't go to sleep at night. So I, I get that. I literally only drink coffee when I'm with you guys, and that's when I do. I go through cycles of two weeks off, two weeks yeah. on, or whatever. Are you on on an off? I'm on an off cycle right now. Right. I'm not drinking any. Okay, so no coffee. They say to get through the uh, the time change. Second tip: no alcohol. Any alcohol um, between Saturday and now, Azalea, Maryland? Any alcohol? Between Not. Saturday and now? No. No, no, no. Simone? I had a glass of wine yesterday. Simone, you had a glass of wine? Yeah, but you know what? During the week, I don't drink. 
Okay. I should be okay. Oh, you're doing it opposite. During the weekend, you don't drink, but you drink through the no, week? I had a, no, I had a glass of wine watching the Oscars. Okay. And then during the week, I don't drink. During the week, you don't drink. Okay. I don't drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stand corrected. You? Okay. you? What happened to you? Um, I haven't had a drink uh, all weekend, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, number three, they say, eat light. Eat light. If you don't eat a meal between uh, two or three hours before you plan to go to bed, uh, because when you eat a meal so close to bed, it messes with your sleep. It does. I can attest to that. So eat light. Okay. So what did it say? Three hours before tomorrow? Yeah, two stop to eating. three. Yeah, stop Cut eating. it off. Intermittent fasting. That's what it's all about. Uh, uh, make uh, your bed a place you want to sleep in, which sounds self-explanatory, but you'd be surprised how many people don't put the freshest sheets on their bed. Mm-hmm. The pillows are not the greatest. You know, mm-hmm. they got stuff all over the bed. So when you look at the bed, it doesn't look very appealing. Right. You want the bed to look like it's ready to receive you. So, uh, right? Like, the bed says, Hello, welcome back. Get in here. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you make the bed it. appealing, then it'll make you for a better sleep. And, and last. Yes. This is, I don't have no problem with this. Number five, which you'll love. Go to bed earlier. Just go to bed earlier. If, if you say to me, hey, Marilyn, it's time to go to bed, I go, okay. When is your bedtime? What time? Seven. Wow. That doesn't mean I fall asleep at seven. But I am showered. I'm in my jammies. I am in bed. It's amazing. I you might know, watch David Muir on ABC News and then lights out. You know what I'm going to do one day? What? I'm going to pipe in the sounds of my home into your house at 7 o'clock so you can see what my house sounds like at 7. See, bath time is at 5.30, 6 o'clock. 5.30? Wow. Yeah, yeah. My no, kid. no, no. No, I'm sorry. It's at 6 because uh-huh. her mom picks her up at 6.30. So, yeah, yeah. I'm already done. Yeah. When her mom picks her up, we're both in our pajamas. Good night. That's what we do. Seven o'clock. I'm running around the house saying, <laughs> "You didn't finish the food. I don't want any more. Two more bites. Two more bites." Okay. No. I remember those days. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, those are your five tips. Cut out the caffeine. No alcohol. Eat light. Make a bed that looks like it wants to be laid in, and go to bed earlier. That is how you get through daylight savings time. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. Kids at the Blue Jays game. So the Blue Jays announced that they'll be putting up a new type of ticket. Uh, so it's called the Outfield District Ticket. So baseball games return next month. Um, and this ticket is 20 bucks. And basically, now that the Rogers Center uh, underwent that major renovation, there's place for these ticket buyers. So you're not going to get a reserved seat or a reserved space, but you can come to the game. Hang out in one of the new spaces, have a couple drinks, grab a bite to eat, enjoy some live music. It just gives an entirely new ballpark experience. So you go to the new social spaces or the district neighborhoods like Park Social. Okay. That's in the 500 level. They're going to have truck food, like food trucks. Oh, that's cool. Kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, And they're calling it a park within the park. And this place is fun for all ages. That's in the 500s. The catch is in the 100 level. This is promoted as the place to go for the best views of the game since it's right above the bullpens. The Corona rooftop patio, also in the 500 level, right field. Uh, They said this is a rooftop patio oasis and is the new place to be bringing extra sunshine into the ballpark. Okay. And then the stop at the 100 level in the center field behind the batter's eye and it's your neighborhood bar. And then there's the West Jet Flight Deck on the 200 level at Center Field, and they're going to have retro arcade games and a brewery-style menu. Now we're talking. Right. So you have so many options of different places to go. You're still going to catch the game. But this, I think, is ideal for somebody like me who wants to go on a beautiful, sunny day 
in the city and you're like, what can I do today? I have no plans. Just pay 20 bucks and you get access to all of this. Question for you. Do you think this is a good date idea? I like, think so. Is this a good date? I mean, it is $20. You know, it just, the stakes aren't very high first date, you know? Are you saying no? No, Simone, you're Simone? saying no, no? Wait, wait, wait. Why not? This is not a date place. No. I'm going to the Jays game for a date. I mean, yeah, you meet I mean, somebody on Tinder, like you swipe. I was going to well, say, for a first date, no. Because you want to get to know somebody. Yeah. Is that why? I think, okay. personally, I have gone to the baseball games as a date before, and I do enjoy it. But um, those were in the seats, so it was kind of like you got to kind of push through people, get to your seats. Sit yeah, seat that's what time. I'm saying. This but is different. But now, yeah, this is different. You have all these options of different places to go. Um, you can go for drinks. I think this is great. It's there a great day date. Plenty of witnesses, just in case, you know. Like, Maybe right. date number two. Okay. Maybe well, the first one could be more getting to know each other. This one's hanging out. You know what? Even, you know what? No. First date, I think this is great. Simone, you're the odd man out here. It's a sunny yeah, day. I, I'm not sold on it. You're hey. going for drinks. You know, they get the arcade games in that other place. Exactly. Whoop some butt in some Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but get I'm, over here. Beautiful views. I'm going to watch the game. That's the problem. I know. Oh, because you want to watch the game. I'm gonna watch, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't want to go play it. <laughs> so I'm thinking about it from my point of view that I'm not there for the game. Okay. <laughs> I'm not watching the game. Very, okay, got very it. Very different distinction there. My bad. I wasn't thinking about that. All right, let's go back to the Oscars this weekend. Um, E-Talk got the only interview with Rihanna. Wow. Tyrone Edwards. Wakanda forever. How is that the one that finally got us some Rihanna music? I know it was it was powerful. I mean, I love Black Empowerment. Charlie yes. Bozeman, I was a huge fan. So of course yeah. I was gonna do this. Ryan Coogler is amazing. Thames, I love Ludwig, of course, very talented. So we're here tonight. I couldn't believe it, and that was worth me leaving my maternity leave to get into the studio. <laughs> and, and changing maternity wear again. Look at that. This is what every pregnant woman is going to be wearing for the next couple of months. Believe that. It's tough to wear. And if you don't hear it in that clip, you're definitely going to see it if you watch the clip. There's a woman on the side, I guess her wrangler, and she's like, we have to get her to the show, sir. Huh. He ignored her. Huh. She ignored her. Tyrone that, and that's Rihanna. That's how you work a having, red carpet. Yes. Good Tyrone job. and Rihanna were having a conversation. Big up Tyrone. Good stuff. But shout out the talent wrangler because she was <laughs> like, I got to interrupt this. She did try, but they weren't having it, Yo, which you, I love. Are you letting the person take Riri from you? Exactly. No. no. They Neither of them paid her any mind. It looked like Rihanna was maybe looking at her, knowing she's about to say something, but she didn't listen, I which I love that for us. Shout out Tyrone Edwards, still in LA. Probably didn't sleep yet. <laughs> That's what's trending. Thank you. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. On Chum. Uh, what I wouldn't do, 300,000 uh, plays on YouTube and Spotify at this point. Steaming. And it was also featured on the Oscars a couple times, those commercials. Amazing. Uh, very, very good, uh, good traction for the song. 8.53 on a Monday. Uh, a different Monday, too. I will say, anybody who drives around the city during the hours of 3 to 5, you've pulled out a whole patch of hair on one side of your head because of the traffic. I will say, today, you will find a little uh, a little reassurance because school is out. Don't you just want to be out and about just for no reason? I just want to take advantage of the space that we will have. Just drive around the city? Yeah, just drive. Three and five? Drive at a little more than 10 kilometers an hour. 
because uh, school is out at spring break, so ultimately be less traffic around the GTA, which is good. But your house is a mess, and I feel sorry for you. <laughs> and I am involved in that. You as well. Mine is home. Anyway, have a good day, everybody. Uh, don't forget, Richie Favalero gives you your next opportunity of Stack the Cash. 11 o'clock, he'll call a name. Might be your name. And if you don't hear it, you don't get your money. Be here at 11, 1, 4, and 6 today to hear Stack the Cash. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.